John the Viking Mauser here with the Get Strong or Die podcast. Today my guest is uh, sumo champion Roy Sims. How are you doing today? Great. <clears throat> um, so I've not had uh, any sumo wrestlers on the podcast yet. Um, would you mind telling us uh, how you got into that? So, uh, you know, I think the first time I ever did, did sumo, I had this wrestling coach when I was a kid, um, and his name was Mr. Keysweater, one of the coolest teachers I ever had, a great wrestling coach, you know, a wrestling legend in, in my parts. Um, great, great guy all around. Had this, like, um, this whole, like, Olympics set up for the school, you know, elementary school. And um, so we were doing all these different events, and sumo wrestling was one of them. And I remember winning that back then. And I never really actually made that connection until way later on. Um, that I had done that, um, but uh, you know, from having that uh, early memory, and then one day uh, I was done with football. I was done with. Uh, I had done MMA, uh, doing a lot of other. I was doing a lot of other martial arts over time, and and I was kind of looking for something, and uh, you know. <laughs> When I started looking up a lot of the things that at high levels, like one of the things that, like MMA, I wasn't going to get down to 265 to compete at a high level, you know, and 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 the super heavyweight was just kind of more of a, a side thing. It really wasn't any main events. And, and then you look at jiu-jitsu, uh, high levels was was had some weight limits, and judo had weight limits, all these things had weight limits, and I was just talking to a buddy of mine, and I was like, hey, you know, I was thinking about competing again, and I, but, and he's like, well, what do you think, and I was like, you know, I thought about sumo, and, and he was like, you should check it out, go online and, and check it out, and I was like, you know, I will, man, I, I'm going to check it out, so I uh, went online, started looking it up, and uh, found um, the U.S. Open, and the U.S. US Open was a month away, um, and so I thought, well, you know, I'll email the guy um, who uh, is now a good friend, Andrew, uh, um, and I said, hey, Andrew, um, my name is Roy Sims. I've done all this stuff in my lifetime. Um, I'd be interested in competing. Is, is it possible to still be, be able to participate? He emailed me back, was like, yeah, send me a headshot. This is what you got to do. Um, so the first time I ever stepped into a sumo ring was at the U.S. Open. Um, I had to, I remember getting my mawashi the night before and folding my mawashi and then rolling it, running it over with the car to try to get it set so that it would, it would be good to go. And then... Uh, but um, unfortunately, two weeks before um, my my main that match, um, I uh, my brother passed away, and and I was I mean that, that rocked my world. He's my little brother, um, and uh, and so I 
I didn't know if I was going to still compete. I, I really didn't. I, I, I thought, should I compete or should I not? And I, and I felt like inside that that my brother would, would want me to compete. He wanted me to celebrate who he was and, and who we are by competing and doing well. And so, I, you know, for me, school has always been a sport that I dedicated to my brother because that was, he was, he rooted me in a time, you know, that was really hard and, and into this sport. And, and so, uh, and then that, that uh, event, I got, I got bronze. Uh, I lost to, uh, I lost to Biamba, um, who is a great athlete, great sumo wrestler. And um, from then on, I continued to just get better, learn, learn sumo a little bit more and, and go down and train different places, train other places and throughout the world, been able to compete and it's been pretty awesome. <clears throat> Man, that's pretty incredible. Um, <clears throat> so you went from, uh, football into a bunch of martial arts and, uh, and then sumo and, um, the weight class was an issue. Um, now a lot of people might not be, um, familiar with you or, or sumo wrestling in general. Can, can you tell us how, uh, like what your size is, height and weight and stuff, just so people have an idea of what, what we're talking about? Yeah, I'm six, five. Uh, I'm, I'm about three eighty right now. Um, I, uh, I think that the best sumo wrestlers are between uh, 350 and 400 pounds ish, give or take, you know, and uh, body styles. Um, but uh, you know that I think those guys are big and strong and fast and um, and able to move laterally and and be able to adjust. Um, you know, I've gone against guys that are 600 pounds. Um, on down to guys that are 125 pounds, women that are 125 pounds. And, you know, uh, sumo is, 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 there's a lot of power that is associated with sumo, but it's not just power. There's a lot of balance. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of technique. And, and so, you know, having a good base in, in power wrestling or power, uh, strength training and powerlifting and, and wrestling and, and football and all that, you know, it gave me a good base, but um, it, I, if I wanted to get to that next level, I had to learn sumo, you know what I mean? I had to I had to increase my flexibility, which I try to use yoga with, and I try, had to use uh, techniques, so I try to get in with guys doing some jiu-jitsu and judo and, and, and try to get some sumo and whatever I can, and so, you know, it, it, it's its own animal, and, uh, but it's a, it's a great sport for bigger guys. I think power lifters, football players, um, all, uh, you know, wrestlers that are at the end of their career want to continue. I think there's a big possibility to grow this sport. Um, and I think once people get in there, they, they see how fun it is. You know, it's, it's one of those sports that, it's almost instant gratification. Uh, it's fun to watch because it's so quick. Um, you know, in the time period, I like to say in the time period of Snapchat, it it works within a Snapchat video. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it's like it, it can be six seconds or fifteen seconds or 30, 30 seconds is a long uh, match. So um, yeah, no, I mean big guys do well, but you know, there's the, because of the flexibility, the the strength, and the and the balance. 
Um, you know, it's not just about being a big guy. I, I've seen a lot of smaller guys beat big guys, and it, and that's always a great thing to watch too. I, I think I think you will get the most kick out of that out of anything. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> did you uh, did you do powerlifting um, yourself? Oh yeah, I mean when. I mean, football always has a, a, a root in powerlifting, and um, I, my my strength and conditioning coach that I had here in Hollister for for a while, um, big time powerlifter. That was kind of his main sport. Um, so you know, I, I I've always liked that kind of stuff. Uh, lately, I've been kind of doing a little bit more explosive things, not not as heavy as weight and really just working on speed uh, with a good weight, work on speed. and and uh, But, you know, uh, I'm kind of starting with a good base and, and I'll get, get uh, heavier as I go towards the uh, competition. Very cool. Um, just so that the, the listeners get an idea, um, do you have a, do you have any idea some of your, your numbers that you've kind of done in the weight room uh throughout throughout your football and sumo career um my my highest squat was 640 um my highest deadlift 720 um my highest bench is about 500 um power clean i think 340 um snatch 310 something around there um and uh, were these were these uh, competi- in a competition or, or were these uh, training lifts? Uh, those are training lifts. I mean, those oh. are. I never. I've never competed in in, in powerlifting. Cool. And I'm assuming those were raw were raw lifts. Then, like you weren't wearing a squat suit or anything. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Not even. Uh, not even knee straps. I. I mean, I always. I always felt like it's it's important to train your body, you know. Um, as you get a little older, though, I think I'm starting to think a little knee straps might not be a bad idea. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I always tried to wear as the, the least amount of, uh, of gear as possible, just so that you know I, I don't like to wear uh, wear straps uh, around around the bar. To, so so I really get a good. Uh, um, grip, you know, I, I always try to train every part of it. Um, you know, once you get into those 700s and, and those higher, higher weights, you know, starting to throw that on is, is not a bad idea. And, it, and uh, but, you know, it, I, I've always tried to train as much without any, any supportive gear on as possible. Very cool. So, um, which lift, uh, or, or lifts do you think, uh, have the best carryover, um, to the sport, would you say like a power clean or a squat, or what? What do you think if, if somebody really wanted to get into sumo and they wanted to start lifting, you know, and maybe they only had time to do two lifts? What what two lifts do you think you would recommend? You know, I really like I really like the the full pull um, instead of getting you know from from the ground pulling that that bar all the way up to your chest. Not having to drop under it like a power clean, yeah. But just getting it all the way up, and I really like that that lift. I think that lift it really helps. If you if you have good technique and you train it well, that's a great lift. The other lift that I love, and um, um, 
is I really like a like a squat snap, like single hat, single hand, um, either dumbbell or, or uh, kettlebell squat snatch, throwing it um, and going fast, you know, real fast pull. Um, I, I I really like that. Um, another one, uh, one of my favorites is um, is taking a, a big atlas stone or a um, or a uh, or a big rock and lifting it up to the chest, uh, like from a squat, lift it up to the chest and then push it out, chuck it. I, I really like that one. That, that's a fun one. Very and cool. you know, front squats, squats are great. Um, um, you know, the, and, and I, I try to always work on, on te- technique, so getting really low um, and then and really having a good technique. I, I honestly think that having a good technique at a lower weight is better than having a bad technique and, and muscling it through, you know. You're just going to, you're, you're training your body a little bit better and you're, and you're um, you know, you're, you're saving yourself for for more years of, of being an athlete, you know, 37 and, and still being able to compete at a world level that, you know, I, I, I often attest that to having pretty good regimens in, in the weight room, you know, and, or great regimens in the weight room, depending on the time of year. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, do you think that, uh, that, that, that being in the uh, weight room and being strong, um, has any benefits towards, you know, injury prevention and things like that? hundred percent. I, I think, I think, I think flexibility and strength training are your two, you know, the yoga and the stretching, um, and, and the, and the, um, the weight training are, are your two biggest, uh, preventatives. And I mean, I, I, I've, I mean, I've been lifting hard since I was 15 years old, and, and I, I've had injuries for sure, but but I, I think I've had mi- minimal injuries compared to if I did not train as hard as, as I've trained. Cool. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and I think it helps you bounce back way better, too, if, if you have an injury, and then if you're already strong, it's easier to kind of strengthen those areas back up versus trying to get something strong that was never strong to begin with. Yeah. Um, what kind of, uh, have you suffered any injuries, uh, in sumo, uh, yet? Um, I split my eye. I split the, my eye, the, the first, uh, place, um, or the first, uh, match uh US Open on somebody. I think his his cheekbone hit my my eye I kind of ocular bone or whatever that is, um, above the eye and it just kinda exploded the eye and I had to get stitches on that. Um I I what else? Um well the the week before I went to Japan for the world championships in Japan I dropped 640 pounds on my two left fingers, um, two smallest fingers, and I pretty much exploded my middle finger, and then and then degloved my pinky. Um, so that that happened, but it wasn't really in sumo, but it was gearing up for sumo. That that kind of sucked going into that competition. Um, I haven't necessarily had any major injuries in sumo. Um, but I've had 
eight injuries during leading up to. I was lifting up some heavy, uh, some heavy paneling once to building a chicken coop, and I popped the bicep off my off the bone on my left arm. Uh, I think like a month or two before the the World Games in Poland. So I was super bummed about that. Um, but uh, I, you know, I. I don't know that in sumo I've had any real bad ones. Um, you know, you get the, the normal everyday ones where you're, you tweak. Oh, you know what? I, I did tweak my knee, um, my meniscus on my left knee, um, like the week, like the day before, or the or like a couple days before uh, one of the U.S. Opens, and then I went in and I competed. And I tweaked it even more um, on the final match. Uh, I still won the match, but I was I was in a pretty good amount of pain. I didn't end up having to have surgery on it because I did what's called PRP. Um, it's plasma rich platelets. Um, it's kind of the it's kind of like the gateway to uh, doing stem cell, but yeah. it's a little bit. Uh, they spin your own blood and and they reinject it and and. I, you know, my knee stopped filling up with fluid. If if stopped hurting, it was I would say really effective on with one injection. So I was really pumped about that because I had one doctor tell me that they were going to have to completely repair it. It was going to be a year uh, of recovery. I had one doctor say, "Look, we'll just cut it out. It'll be six months recovery." And um, and then uh, I had one say, "Well, let's try PRP." And see how it goes, and I'm glad I, I went that route because um, I honestly haven't felt it since. Um, and uh, since after about six weeks of, of it healing, so that was that was super legit. And then uh, you know you get you get fingers sometimes. Some people punch you in the face almost. They don't punch you, but they, it feels like it. Um, and you get you know you get the the common little ones, but nothing major. <clears throat> Yeah, that's cool. I think uh, um, just to kind of reiterate what you said there with, uh, you know, going and checking out with different doctors, I think that's really important with um, athletes. I think that's something that a lot of uh, especially amateur athletes, they don't um, they don't really think about that. And you can get some really bad advice from them. Um, you could. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and the other thing that you got to remember is is a lot of these doctors are not sport-specific doctors. Right. And so they really don't know how athletes, how much faster athletes uh, recover, how much how much more, um, how much tougher athletes are than, than I think the, the normal everyday person that doesn't train themselves that way. Right. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of, um, a lot of times, there's like this play it safe for normal people that, that a sports specific doctor doesn't have. They're like, we know how you guys are. We know you're going to train. We know uh, your body adapts faster. Um, we know uh, it, it's probably better to do it this way because ultimately, you know, we want to get you back healthy and back to be, being able to compete. Cause you really only have a certain amount of time to compete, you know, at high levels. Right. I mean, in, in no matter what you're doing, and uh, so a sports specific doctor is a great way to go. If, if you can 
if you can get get into somebody, um, you know, even their their repair methods are are, are going to be a little bit different. They, you know, they or or the way their recommendation might be different. Um, I, I know on my bicep, um, I went to a sports specific doctor, and uh, you know he he does some of the 49er guys. He does uh, San Jose State, so he's working on some high level athletes and. And, um, and some, some people would say, well, you probably don't even need to fully repair it. You just kind of need a little, but, but him, he's like, you know, we're going to fully repair it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And, and so, you know, it, it, it's different. So I, I totally agree with you. I, th- I think, I think getting some second opinion, third opinion and, and, or trying to find somebody that really is sports specific, um, because, um, like you said, as a, as an amateur athlete, one or 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 international athlete um, that doesn't necessarily have the like coming from college, it's like college. You have all these trainers and all these surgeons and all these people that were kind of in your corner, and then you get out into the real world. And if you're not at a pro high level, um, you know that that all goes away. You don't have those training rooms and those uh, all those people trying to help you and. And, 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 and sports-specific doctors. And so, yeah, you really do have to do your own research and find those people to, to aid in that kind of stuff. With your, uh, with your bicep injury, was that, a, was that a tear at the elbow or a tear at the shoulder? Uh, at the elbow. Okay, yeah, I actually had that same um, injury at a strongman competition. And, um, yeah, Did you I, I deadlift? <clears throat> uh, no, it was actually a tire flip. Oh yeah, well, almost the same movement. Yeah, he says they, that happens more often in that movement than than any other. Mine was a really weird kind of movement that I had done. I was trying to pull something over my head, and it really wasn't even as heavy as I would have thought. It was just kind of one of those freak. I didn't even actually know it tore it. I don't know if you or tore it. I don't know if you uh, you had the same similar where it almost didn't even hurt that bad. It just felt super weird. Yeah, there was no uh, no pain, but it, it happens so much in strongman, and I've heard so many people talk about it. I kind of knew right away that that's what it was, just because I had heard about it. But if if, oh, I, if I had no knowledge of it, I'm sure I would have probably just ignored it because there was there was no pain and there was no immediate uh, deformity. So um, I could see where you. Oh, could I had some immediate deformity for sure. Mine mine rolled up pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I knew I knew something something wasn't right. So um, you said you dropped some weight on your hand. Was that was that lifting weights or was that something a, a similar like work injury or what was that? Yeah, you know it was it was uh, it was squatting on a on a on a rack that was a little small and. I was wearing, instead of wearing good flat shoes, I was wearing some, uh, some running shoes and you know how running shoes have that, that toe. So I'm coming up and I, I started to kind of get off balance. So I, cause I, I kind of rolled onto my toes, um, and I didn't have the, the weight in my heels like you should, you know, and, and, and I thought, well, I'm just going to dump it. So I went to dump it, um, over my head. And it just caught on the other piece of metal, so they just it 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you probably got uh, a little lucky there with just a finger injury, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it could have been way worse. Uh, I, I, I mean, it, it, it looked pretty bad. I mean, it, it, you could see that the skeleton, you could see the skeleton on one finger and the other finger just looked mangled. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you watch MMA, but uh, but Kane Kane Velasquez was there, and uh, and and he seeing his face. You know, this is another high level athlete, and seeing his face, I was I was kind of in shock. But seeing his face kind of made me realize how bad it was. Because <laughs> at first, I was kind of like, you know, how you you have so much adrenaline when you get really hurt that sometimes you don't really feel pain, or, you, right. or you're just kind of in that weird like mentality where you just you don't know like how to react and so um i was just kind of like in kind of that days and then uh he was looking at me like dude we all need to go to the hospital <laughs> so uh so tell tell us a little bit about your your stint in mma and, and everything what all uh how far did you take that what all did you do where were you training at things like that you know, I was I was training in in Kansas. I was living in Kansas at the time. Um, I had gone to school there. I had been done with football. I'd come back. Um, I I was uh, I was looking for something. Uh, I was working at a rock quarry, and and I was uh, during during the nights and during during other nights, I was working as a waiter and. And one day I met this guy, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, I, I do MMA," and, and I, I was like, "Oh, I've been thinking about doing that," you know. And uh, and he's like, "Oh, you should come and train." I was like, "No, nah, man, I don't, I don't really have a lot of money right now. I was, you know, I, I was still finishing school. I was, I was just, um, I was still, uh, I was still doing a lot of uh, school stuff and." I just, I told him, you know what, man, I, I, I can't really, I can't really afford it. And he's like, I was like, I'll, I'll clean the mats and I'll, I'll work there for you. You know, I'll clean the mats every day and if you'd let me come. And he's like, oh, no, no problem. So I, I started doing that and, uh, and, uh, hey, give me one thing, but Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. My brother-in-law just gave me a a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, shirt that he got from the, the place that we we train at. Uh, it, was, it was he just came by. So. Oh, that's cool. Um, I don't even actually know what I was talking about. Uh, so you were saying that um, you were uh, cleaning the mats for the MMA gym and that they let you train there. Oh yeah, so I was training there and. Uh, um, I was doing jujitsu and Muay Thai and, and boxing. I was loving it, man. I, I don't think, I don't think there's any training that I love more than those types of training. You know, it's, it's just fun training. It's like, it's like, uh, 
you know, just a, a great overall uh, for, for your body. Um, I ended up having three fights. I, I went 3-0. and oh. I, I think I got hit like one time um, in those three fights. I didn't get hit very often. Um, but it really wasn't me, man. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that, that, that likes to beat up on people. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, it always kind of made me feel bad seeing the guy's face all mangled or, or you know, just, just it, it, I don't know. For me, and, and I'm not knocking the sport or knocking anybody in the sport, but for me, martial arts isn't about being able to beat somebody up. You know, I, I just, I don't know. It just, it just didn't resonate with me. Um, you know, I've, I've always been into uh, Qigong and Reiki and energetic medicine and, and the energetic side of martial arts as well. And, and, and so I think for me, it just wasn't, just wasn't my style. And, uh, and, and I think the fact that I was a super heavyweight and there really wasn't a pro career in my path, um, I, I just it just didn't it just didn't seem to be what I was supposed to be doing. So right. when I moved back to California, I really just didn't pick it up. I mean, I worked out with some a lot of those guys, um, the great guys. I love to train with a lot of those guys, um, but, and and do different things, but. You know, I just not—I'm just not the guy to ground and pound somebody's face, and uh, you know, unless unless it's a situation where it's life or death. Right. And you, just, you can just kind of know who you are, you know. And 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 I think that if you're not that kind of guy, you have no business being in it. You know what I mean? Because you gotta be—you gotta have that switch and. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe I just had the wrong mentality or, or maybe I just didn't really have the opportunity and maybe I would have had that switch, but for whatever reason, it never really resonated with me. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't think it's for everybody, you know. Um, I've kind of had similar uh, experiences myself with it. Uh, I'm, I like training it a lot more than um, in competing in it for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So now you, you've also done some other interesting things. Um, you had a uh, tryout with the WWE as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that was, uh, I think, 2016. I think maybe 2017. I'm not sure anymore. But, um, yeah, they flew me out there and um, as a sumo wrestler. And, uh, honestly, I didn't expect them to have us do so much cardio stuff. Um, we were doing all these flips and jumps and all this crazy stuff. And I honestly didn't think I was, I was going to be doing all that, but it, um, it was, uh, it was a cool experience. It really was. Um, it, I don't know that it, it, again, I don't think it totally resonated with me. I don't think that that's really my path, but, um, I, I, I liked it. I had a good time. Um, the organization is cool. I got a much bigger respect for the for the sport entertainment business. Um, I realized how much um, how much how hard those those rings are. How 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 much jumping over those and and what's crazy is how much spring those things have. Um, so that was kind of hard to kind of judge. Um, you know, trying to jump and do flips and do all these things in the air and. 
and uh, on this like springy thing, it kind of takes a lot of your your momentum away. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I gained a healthier respect for it. But again, I, um, you know, I, I, I think we we shook hands and said thank you, and and they said, uh, you know, thank you, and and but no thanks, and I said thank you and no thanks on on the other side, and, <laughs> and it, it, you know, we walked away uh, with a, with a healthier appreciation. But uh, uh, it it was a uh, it's uh, I don't know, it just wasn't. You know, when, when, when you look at the lifestyle of those guys and, and all the traveling and all the stuff like that, if I were a younger man, I probably, and I didn't have four children and I didn't have a wife and, and I could just travel and, and build myself up and, and have a cool career, I, I probably would have considered it more. But where I was in life, it, it just, you know, those guys come first to me, my, my kids and we homeschool my kids. We live on a small little farm. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy being dad. I'm happy being uh, you know uh, sumo wrestler. I'm happy doing these types of things. I don't, I don't need to. You know, I, I don't need to, to go on to those other levels. But it, I I really appreciated the opportunity. It was pretty cool. So how did you you uh, come about come about that and get that opportunity? Did um. Did they find you because of sumo, or how did that work? Yeah, I think it was through sumo. I think uh, down in L.A., you know, training in L.A. with Andrew and Biamba and those guys at one of their gyms, I think they, they came down, they, they scouted out. I think, you know, there's been a couple sumo wrestlers in in uh, WWE over the years, um, and I think they were just kind of interested Um I was honestly really hoping that, that they wanted to kind of sponsor some sumo events. I was really hoping that, you know, because um, doing all those crazy flips, jumping off cages and, 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 and uh, you know, all that other stuff, you know, I just, it really, I didn't know if it was really me, but I really was hoping that they were going to maybe uh, do some sumo events and I, I thought that would have been super cool you know have some really big WWE sumo events um, I, I don't know it didn't really take off in that direction but uh, you know I think one day sumo might be a bigger sport than, than it is now in America um, but uh, who knows <clears throat> yeah um, so can you take us through um, your your sumo career a little bit uh, you, you told us earlier that you um, you kind of went into the open with with uh, like a month's notice or something, and then you got um, I think you said bronze there. And can you kind of tell us how things transpired from there and how you got to the uh, the world championships? Um, now I'm not I, I'm not one to remember a lot of that kind of stuff to be honest, but I'll I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. I think I think from there. The- following year I ended up going to the, the Japan World Championships I did the US Open that year um, one of those points I got gold uh, I was the first American to get gold uh, in uh, in the US Open uh, in, at, and win the US Open because I got I, I got the Open uh, award uh, gold and then um I've gotten uh, the national championship uh, 
ever since then every year except one year I didn't have to because I didn't go to the event because I was already qualified for the event for the next year for whatever reason um, I think based on the timing um, so I've gotten nationals every year and then uh, and then I've won gold again in the US Open um, I think maybe maybe two other times uh, so I've gotten the heavyweight and the open I've gotten the heavyweight uh, maybe twice um, and then uh, and then I I got I was hurt in Japan I was hurt in Japan because I hurt my fingers the in 2016 I got I got bronze at the world championships in Mongolia um, I, I lost to one guy that, that went pro that that year um, that guy's pretty good um, uh, but we were on the same side so I wasn't able to go for second um, the that following year I believe that was supposed to be Poland and that's when I hurt my my arm the next year I hurt my knee that was Taiwan I wasn't able to go to Taiwan but I of course did the I think I did the open and the um, the other, I, I've done some, uh, and then this year, um, this year I did the, I didn't do the open, um, I didn't do the open because I was in Saudi Arabia, I was in Saudi Arabia for, um, for, uh, an event called the World Nomad Universe, um, it's, uh, it was a, it was an event with 10 different wrestling styles, and, um, and like archery and hunting and all this, it's like an ethno festival, all these different countries celebrating their cultures and different, everybody's wearing traditional clothing of their country and doing traditional songs and music. It was a really cool event in Saudi Arabia. And, but uh, I ended up doing two sports. I did uh, Mongolian Bach and I got bronze in Mongolian Bach and then I did Shiram. Um, and I didn't, I didn't medal in Sherm, but, uh, but uh, I had a really great time and, and I tried some new spurts and, and, uh, they're world level competition. So I got another, you know, medal in a world level competition, which I thought was pretty cool. And, mm -hmm. and uh, had a great time. The, the Saudi government, uh, the crown prince, um, paid for the whole event. So paid for us to go out there, paid for us to participate, um, stay in the hotel for free, ate well, and uh, it was a cool thing. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, um, I've, had, I've had a good career. I've had some some uh, some injuries at horrible times. I don't, um, I've really only gone into one Stumo World Championships healthy, and that's the time I got third. Um, and, uh, there was some fluke accidents here and there. Um, but, uh, you know, when you're training hard and you're lifting weights a lot and you got a lot of weight pushing around and, and you're just, um, stuff, stuff happens. I mean, you, plus I'm getting older and, and it's not, it's, uh, I think that's what separates good athletes from, from, from from great athletes in general or, or even a mediocre athlete from a, from a great athlete is, 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 you know, being able to jump back on the horse and, and, and play through pain or, or be able to, to, 
uh, get back on when when you you completely disabled yourself and, and you need to get you know you got to get ready for the following year or whatever so um I, you know i i've had some unfortunate stuff but i mean that's gonna happen i mean it's not when it's not when you're gonna get like it's not if you're gonna get hurt it's like when you're gonna get hurt and how many times really <laughs> yeah i agree with that <laughs> Um, so tell us what, what are the two, uh, what are the two sports like that you played at the, um, the nomad, uh, games? So serum is very similar to uh, kind of, kind of like sumo. Um, however, you are already connected. Um, you grab, you grab each other's belt and one belt is around the, your right leg and the other one is around your waist. So you start connected there, and you and you and then um, and then from there it's very similar where you got to get the guy um, on the ground. Um, pushing him out doesn't doesn't do anything. So you really have to get the guy down. So for me, it's a little harder. I've always liked to keep people off of myself um, and not work the bout as much. So that one was a little kind of funky for me. Now, Mongolian Bach is is um, a little bit different because you're not already connected. So you can you still have to get the guy down, but you can um, there's because there's no hook out. But you can you have a lot more weapons um, because you're not already connected. So like I was using foot trips and and I was using a couple different types of throws and 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 so. Once the guy kind of connected with me, you know, a lot of these guys have been doing it since they were kids. So once they grabbed onto my certain area, of, like, because you're wearing kind of like a half E, it's just the, the upper half. And uh, and so um, the, the upper half is, uh, it, and then you're wearing like these underwear. It kind of looks like a superhero outfit i'm sure you know my my extra rules i don't look like a superhero in it but <laughs> it was pretty funny it's it kind of funny to see. Oh, that's cool <clears throat> um if you if you had any um any advice for people that that wanted to um get into sumo wrestling try it out uh what would be some words of wisdom for those people just just get in there man just try it see what you see what you can do, you know, train, train up and, and then jump in there. Um, you know, that, that's, that's the thing with anything, man. It's just, it's like, you know, you, you never know if you like something or if you're good at it until you jump in and see where you, where you, you fare against the other guys, you know, and, and you might surprise yourself and you might learn some things. You might just have a great time. Sumo is a fun, fun sport. Um, it, for me, it's a lot like football without having to run after, which is pretty freaking awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's just such a cool sport. And, and, you know, I would just jump into a couple competitions. I would, I would, I would search them out, find, find some from some smaller competitions or, or if you, you really feeling good, you know, jump into some of these bigger competitions. Um, I'm starting to see it more often at, at like smaller little, um, like, 
organizations like karate and hapkido and all these other little competitions are adding in sumo because it's it is a lot less combative and a lot of kids like that they love the fact that it's still a martial art but it's not necessarily sparring or it's not necessarily uh, grappling and and uh, so you know if, if i was going to give any advice i would just say you know walk into the ring and see what you got you know what i mean it's like it's just like anything else um you, you just gotta you gotta let go of the ego a little bit you know and 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 that's one of the things i love about sumo i there there's a there's a spiritual aspect to sumo there's 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 a a, a way about it that that is not just a sport. So, you know, I would say have a healthy respect for, for the, that aspect as well. And, and, and there's, there's something about sumo that, that I love that there's that, there's that little bit of pause right before the big explosion and the big collision. And, and when that pause is there, you want to empty yourself, you know, you want to be able to, if you can get your body into a, like, into that parasympathetic mode, right before you're about to explode and be in straight, sympathetic, um, uh, fight or flight mode, then you can really explode out and just be extremely powerful. And, and if you can, if, if you can be able to calm yourself in, in extreme situations like that, going to work on Monday <laughs> isn't, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's oh, like yeah. the other stressful situations in your life sometimes just kind of go away. So if, uh, if, you know, if you want something like that, I, I think, I think sumo is a, a great, a great sport for that. And, uh, and you know, the, the strength, the strength community, I think, would would do well. Would love it, um, and you know, would probably look pretty good in a in a Mawashi. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's the tough sell for a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> is is the Mawashi? But um, uh, the strongman actually has uh, has a lot of roots with um, sumo wrestling. You know, back in the eighties, they actually did sumo at the. Uh, World's Strongest Man competitions, and um, no way, that's awesome. Yeah, and you've seen it spring up periodically uh, at competitions here and there. Um, so, so there is kind of uh, a little bit of crossover there. I just don't think that a lot of people realize um, that that you can actually compete in it by itself here in America. Um, I know that I didn't realize that for. Well, a really long time. I kind of came across it the same way you did. Somebody mentioned it, and I thought well, there's got to be an organization maybe. So I, I Googled it and then I ended up talking to Andrew and that that's how I ended up at um, nationals this year. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of people just aren't aware that it's here, um, but hopefully this podcast and then um, a couple other things that are happening, um, it'll kind of uh, open the door there and, and it'll grow a lot. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I, I, have, I have a big love of sumo. Um, I, uh, I'm kind of slowly getting out of it. This may be my last world championships. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, sumo is not, 
as supported as a lot of other sports, even internationally. Um, and so it, it's hard to get to all these competitions. It's hard to continue to 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 fundraise and do all those things to go to these competitions. Even even being the national uh, champion for five years and, and having world medals and things like that doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're getting to these places. Uh, um, you know, sponsored. Uh, a lot of it is is just on our own dime, and, and and that's hard. It's 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 hard on the family. It's hard on on, on an athlete. Um, and so, you know that that that's unfortunate. Um, so I think I think I'm kind of transitioning into the the coaching aspect of it. I'm going to run a, a a training camp in August this year um, for a lot of the the, the top guys in 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 the United States, they're going to come out. We're going to do a lot of strength training, a lot of interval training, uh, a lot of uh, other types of, of training just to kind of get them prepared. And then, you know, just see, see some good looks from other guys uh, that you may not get a chance to wrestle throughout the year. Um, so that'll be really cool. Um, the other, the other cool one that you may have seen uh, that I might check out kind of my next little move that, that I might throw my hat into is, uh, is uh, mass wrestling, uh, moss wrestling. Have you seen? Have you seen any of that? <clears throat> yeah, I actually um, compete in moss wrestling, and um, I got uh, fourth at uh, the Arnold Classic this year. I'm, I've done a few competitions of those. I, it was at it was there in Saudi Arabia, and I thought that 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 looks super cool. So um, I think I might. Uh, uh, I might try to check that out, um, um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to take me. But uh, you know, I, I, I love sport, man. I, I love to compete. I love love the camaraderie. I love the, you know the workouts, the sweat, the tears, the blood. You know, I I, I dig it, man. It's 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 been my whole life. Um, I I. I I've lived it. I teach it. I want my kids to be a part of it. Um, it's. I, I couldn't imagine my life without those types of things. Um, it's just expanded my my own uh, my own being. You know, it's my own consciousness, my own self. It's just. It's just. I don't know. It, it, it's. It's such a blessing to be able to continue to 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 compete man and uh that's congratulations on that because that's that's a that's a big competition and uh and uh, maybe uh one of these days we can uh we can wrestle around in that uh and you can teach me some things because uh it looks like a really fun sport oh that would be awesome man yeah definitely um well i want to i want to thank you very much uh for your time um and um i want to wish you good luck at worlds this year uh I don't remember when that is, but it's coming up here uh, pretty soon, I'm sure. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. If you're ever uh, near West Virginia, um, hit me up. Uh, and and I come out to California periodically, so I'll definitely uh, see what you're up to when I'm out that way. And uh, maybe we can do some some wrestling of some sort. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds great, man. Uh, uh, yeah, anytime you're here, come by uh, or we'll, we'll meet up. Uh, break bread or something and uh and get a little sweat on or something yeah for sure uh this has been john the viking mauser with roy sims 
get strong or die.